Today's podcast is brought to you by the things that will never change. Because the only thing that definitely never changes is that things will definitely never change. There is no hope. Welcome to Down with Joe DeRosa. One topic, one guest, one hour. And our topic today is voting. And to voting, I say, who cares? I have never voted, ever, for anything. And I know there are those of you in the audience that might say, Joe, that's not only disgraceful, but not believable. Well, as far as the believability of the statement goes, I assure you, I am telling the whole and complete truth. City council, local congressman, state senator, house rep, governor, president, or American Idol. Never once have I committed a second of my time to trying to do my part or help make a difference. I've even been invited as a comedian to vote for the nominees of various comedy awards. And to that I said, no. Which brings me to the potential accusation that my apathy, as some might call it, is disgraceful. Well, first off, it's not apathy. Apathy is at times disgraceful. Just plain not giving a shit? That's usually the mark of a deadened soul or a compromised mind. Sometimes I guess it could be the mark of an extremely advanced perspective, someone that's so ahead of the curve, he knows there's no chance in the pack ever catching up with him and therefore completely removes himself from the race. But anyway you slice it, when it comes to voting, my stance is not apathetic. I don't vote because I think it's a worthless waste of time. And that's just recognizing that it's an exercise in futility. And before I defend my stance... Let me address that another thing folks might call it is pessimistic. But pessimism is the propensity to see only the negative, no matter how much the positive flaunts itself. There is no positive in voting. So I'm not pessimistic. I just won't partake in the dog and pony show. But finally, I get to the meat of my point. No, not the point, Joe. Just keep explaining what different words mean, jackass. Okay, here's what I'm saying. People first started getting in my ear about voting during George W. Bush's second campaign. I never voted prior to that because, all right, fine, I was apathetic before that. But when W. was going for re-election, all my friends told me, you got to vote against this guy. Why? He theoretically stole the first election, and he didn't steal the second one. But even as one of the most hated presidents in history, he still served twice. Then came Obama. Everybody said it was our chance to hope again. And absolutely nothing changed. More troops went into Iraq. The war lasted far longer than anyone thought it would. And even Obama's biggest supporters consistently complained that he rolled over and kowtowed too much. And if you're a real tried and true believer in democracy and a government functioning for the people, well, just remember the time the Republicans effectively shut down that public serving government with total disregard for democracy because they didn't like Obamacare. That doesn't speak to the evil of the right or the weakness of the left. It's merely speaking to the point that when it comes to making a difference, your voice will only be heard in the coffee shops where you conversate and bitch about or for any of the events I've just mentioned. And speaking of conversing, my guest today is no stranger to it. His podcast, Skeptic Tank, is conversing. In... <laughs> Who's a stranger to conversing? Huh? Who is a stranger to conversing? I was just deleted. <laughs> All right, that's not bad. It's just deleted. Yeah, yeah. We have the first interrupted intro ever that nobody's ever interrupted during their intro. Uh, his podcast, Skeptic Tank, has amassed a tremendous following and is always classically entertaining and provocative. His hour special, Passive Aggressive, is hilarious, and I urge you to check it out. 
His live storytelling show, This Is Not Happening, has not only been a staple of the Los Angeles comedy scene, but at mostly every major comedy festival as well. And it will also be seen on TV as a miniseries on Comedy Central. Has been or will be? I think will be. Will be. And there's also Inappropriate Comedy. <laughs> That's a movie, I think. Just watch some <laughs> clips. Just watch whatever clips are there. I love this guy. I'm thrilled he's here because the conversation between us is always a mix between friendly, fun, heated, and volatile. Ari Shafir, everybody. Thanks. How are you, buddy? Keep it down, everybody. No, that's good. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I'm good. That's great. I love that that was the first ever interrupting, interrupted intro yeah. because I think it speaks to our dynamic. Like, <laughs> I, I got a lot of tweets after I did your podcast where people, people were like, what? man, that, I can't wait to hear where this is going. They're already at each other's throats <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> just had someone get out of the way right away. That's all. <laughs> What's going on, man? Um, I don't know. I was listening to that, to that diatribe. That's, and that sounds negative, but it's not about uh, voting, and I agree with a lot of it. I f- knew that you kind of, at least, kind of did because when I sent you the, for those of you that don't know, I send out a. Well, I said this last week on the podcast too. When I send out, uh, uh, I send out a list to the guests, and I yeah. say, "Here are the topics." Because basically, I try to make a list and then have you pick from that list because then I know we both care about it. Right. Good idea. Um, but uh, you pick voting, and the, you you started going in. <laughs> to your stance all over the text you were like voting it's fucking stupid only the dumb rich something like that i voted once i voted for clinton absentee ballot from israel um his first time uh-huh. and then because i was excited about the prospect just like you know when you get your driver's license oh maybe you didn't you voted oh, you for did. clinton the first time yeah, the very, i was 18 i just turned 18 how old are you 40 you're 40 yeah man i thought you were younger than me yeah everybody does jesus christ <laughs> yeah, how old you're 40. are you I'm 36. Oh, yeah. I feel way better about myself right now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just, ate, I just shaved four years off my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you voted for Clinton once, and... And then that's it. But how did you feel after the voting? Did you feel like... You I feel like it? I won. You feel like you won. Like, when you've seen a movie in the yeah. Oscar race, and that yeah. one movie that you've seen wins, you're like, yes, I did it. That is how you felt. Mm-hmm. And then how did you feel about his service? I didn't care at all. And I didn't disagree with you about apathy being a negative. I think apathy's fine, and I'm full of it. Well, here's the thing. I think apathy, apathy is a bullshit word. I think it gets thrown uh, onto people uh, that are actually more realists mm-hmm. than pessimists or, or being apathetic. I don't think apathy... To me, apathy is you're laying on your couch, the world is burning down outside you around you, all. and you don't go get a bucket of water. Right. That's apathy That's to complete me. complete apathy. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like somebody saying, uh, I look at this system and I... Whatever the system is. But what do you system. say? What, who do you think is going to win American Idol? And you're like, oh, I don't care. I just don't really watch that. That's what apathy is to me, too. But you know what? Is that apathetic or is that just recognizing that's pointless? Why would I waste my time with that? If it's, out of the, if it's like that where you're like, I think this is pointless. I don't want to waste my time. Right. Is one thing. But it was like, oh, I don't watch that show. Isn't that always what it is? I guess so. Isn't that always what apathy would be then? Yeah, you just don't just don't care about a subject. So then you're saying it's, 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 it's Fine. futility. You haven't, you haven't been led to care. Right. I did. A, I did my. Then they need a more positive word because apathetic yeah, 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 yeah. Is, a, is definitely a negative word. It gets some connotative, yeah, negative pro, meanings. Pro pathetic. Pro pathetic. Pro pathetic <laughs> is the new word for voting, and uh, that's what it's going to be. Uh, it's pro pathetic. I'm pro pathetic when it comes to voting. Yeah. I'm proactively apathetic. Yeah, I like that. Uh, when it comes to voting, I did my uh, senior uh, thesis in college on uh, on apathy mm-hmm. uh, in this autobiographical expression class. Right. And um, 
and they were all going off about who was the gay guy who got lynched in either Missouri or Wyoming. I don't know. Shepard, Matthew Shepard. Okay. Remember him? No. A little bit. Why do I not remember this? Well, it was big because I'm four years older than you when I was in college. And liberal arts colleges loved taking, he was gay and he got, he got strung up because he was gay. Just like straight up hate crime. Yeah, straight ran. up hate crime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess I was, I was probably in ninth grade when that happened. Yeah. So I and they had vigils and candlelight services. And I asked people in, my, in this class, I was like, how long do you think you'll remember the name? Um, uh, I forgot it again. Matthew, Matthew Shepard. Yeah. And they said forever. They were like real adamant about it. Like, I will never forget. He's affected me. And then I go, do you remember the guy in Texas who a year before had been dragged behind a uh, pickup truck to his I, death? I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what was his name? And like, oh, I don't know. Right. And I'm like, well, why don't you know that? That's the same crime. Right. So why don't you know that name? Right, right, right. And they're like, I don't. Well, I think, here's the thing I think with. Jamesburg Jr. Yeah. Here's the thing I think with a lot of stuff like that. Um, I think given the certain climate of an event, whether it's a tragic event like the ones you're talking about or just an election, uh, but any, any sort of that, that sort of like news-worthy, breaking story yeah. event, big event. This is a cultural thing. This is going to affect all of us, possibly even the whole globe. Anytime oh, that yeah. happens, there's a certain emotional energy that's attached to it. And I think people often get swept up in that. And I, I, I mean, this is going to sound arrogant, but I think a lot of people aren't able to uh, 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 um, just sort of what? control their feelings in a situation like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Isolate feelings and understand what they really are and understand how much of it is. Like, to me, it's like if you go to a Broadway show, right, and you cry at the closing number. Yeah. You realize I'm crying because I'm in this theater the mood is right. Sure. The song's beautiful. It's all the pieces are it's in the place. the end of a beautiful crying. mind. Right. Yeah. You're crying. Garbage movie, but it made you cry. Well, you're crying, right? But then at the, but here's the thing. I liked it beautiful. You didn't like it? It was the, this whole goal, this whole like, I'm going to win this Nobel Prize. Yeah. He achieved when he was 19. So, that's so the, the entire movie of like, I got to strive to achieve this thing didn't lead to him achieving it. He already achieved it in, when he was 19, when he came up with the mathematical theory. So wait, they flipped it in the movie? No. In the movie? He didn't win it until he was 60, but it's not like any of the trying to control his mind right. helped him win that Nobel Prize. Oh, It's something I see. he did when he was 19. And they're I like, see. oh, we saw this theory you wrote. Yeah, 40 years ago. Oh, but in the movie they made and it look like... And everyone claps and stands up and the music plays and you're like, oh, he did it. He did what? He did what? He did Received it Received an award for something he did 30 years before. Yeah, right, right. But he also... It was uh, garbage, and I cried because they had the music and they had the standing ovation for him. He also made friends, though, with the guy that played the albino in Da Vinci Code. <laughs> in his head, in his that head, guy was yeah, there. Guy I was forget good. his name, too. So, so, Tennis <laughs> anyone, that guy. I don't... I, I don't feel as bad right now as not remembering the names of people that have suffered these horrific tragedies. I do feel bad about that, but I don't feel as bad because I just have a problem with names. Oh, yeah. my point. I can't remember the name of the actor either. The real story of that movie, by the way, the wife left him immediately. Really? So he started having problems. She was like, I'm out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking. I let him deal with it on his own. Well, here's the thing. Almost drowned our kid. In- Out of here. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like oopsie. Yeah. In the movie, at the end of the, at the moment, at the end of that movie, when you cry, or at the end of the Broadway show, whatever it is, yeah. the parts are working together. The emotional surge happens, but you recognize what that is. Yeah, it's a play. It's a it's a yeah. false. 
Exactly. But you might for a second have those little pangs at the end of that play as you're tearing up of, I'm going to go outside and clothe the homeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. And then, but then your, your head goes, no, you're not. No. Yeah. You know, you, we should. We should all try to do that, but you're probably not. You're probably going to leave here and go get a fucking calzone somewhere. You know, but uh, that's, that's what I think also kind of happens with the political process, the voting process. I think people get so swept up in this concept of change and, and the speeches, the wave is broken and the crest yeah. will fall and it will be different this time around. It's never different. I think you're, what you're saying, it's making me think this. Like, uh, Remember after 9-11? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what your feelings were, but like right afterwards when I heard the national anthem, I would tear up. Sure, yeah. And they were real emotions, but then they get obfuscated. Like, like people add on stuff. They realize, like, oh, people are emotional about this. So let me just tack on these things. So, like, the NSA used that as an example to, like, let's say 9-11 when we try to, like, um, say we're going to spy on people. Right. Let's use that against them. Right. And that's that's really a shame to me that people take tragedy like that and try yeah. to use it to, to their own advantages. So, I think um, that's the same thing with politicians. We're like, hey, we want some It's like, okay, but they're like, just throw all this other shit on to get you, like, worked up. People get swept up for obvious reasons. I'm not knocking getting swept up in these events. Um, but... People do get swept up in these types of events. But it and, doesn't uh, change shit. Well, that's the thing. You make, you make emotion-based decisions and emotion-based and you, you, and emotion actions, uh, and you commit emotion, emotion-based actions when you're in the midst of the throes of the emotions of an event like this. Yeah. You know, there, look, when 9-11 happened, it shook us all to our foundation. It was horrible. It was the worst thing ever. And... But Marvel Comics put out an issue where Doctor Doom cried. Really? Because of 9-11. Like, Doctor Doom was at ground zero and crying, and it was like even those who we thought were enemies realizing realized the slaughter of innocence. I, I was like, that's... Look, I appreciate that you want to do a comic book. <laughs> Doctor Doom talking about cry. this tragedy. Doc, don't put fucking... Superman Doctor, might cry. Yes. Don't, come on. What are you on. doing? Like, Dr. Doom would be like, oh, you beat me to it. Who tries to kill innocents all <laughs> yeah. the time. Like, yeah. that's my point is like, you get wrapped up in the, in the surge of the emotion and then you don't stop and think for a second. Like, wait a minute, wait a He's minute. He's a PhD in doom. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is. Of course he wants damage. He is. He is. Uh, and so after Clinton. I got worked up. I got, I got swept up in, in uh, the Obama stuff. Now with George Bush, I of remember. Course. I remember. Um, I remember a waitress, Laura Leather, at the comedy store, crying when he got elected, when he got reelected, literally crying in the back. And I was like, "Wow, I couldn't imagine." Yeah, I, I remember hearing somebody say they cried when they voted, and it just, it just infuriated me. Did you get swept up with the Obama, the idea of Obama, eight, seven years no. ago? No, uh, no. Well, I, I mean, I said, a co- of course, a minute ago, because I, I really do understand why people got swept up in it. Mm-hmm. Again, this sounds so arrogant, but I didn't. I got, I just didn't. I, I, I had made decisions long, long, long before that, that I was not going to ever vote. Yeah. No, um, not that it would make you vote, because honestly, well, mathematically, voting is pointless. Yeah. I guess once I made the decision, though, that I was never going to vote, I just was like, yeah, I don't care. You tried not to care? I was relieved for the sake of of the social climate of this country mm-hmm. that Obama was elected and reelected. When he got reelected, I remember sitting at my computer uh the the next morning and uh and I and I went online and the first thing Obama gets another term and I out loud I went, "Oh, thank God." Not because I think he's going to do any 
thing that any other president would or wouldn't do. He bought into the coolness factor, the idea of like, oh, this is a normal guy. He's one of us. He's no. He's Palmer. Wasn't that either. It? it? was, and of course, like, I look at the guy and I go, yeah, he's probably way cooler than, like, Ronald Reagan. You yeah, know what sure. I mean? Obviously. His but basketball like, fill out brackets. Yeah, you probably want to hang out with him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is like, there was no part of me that went, thank God he got elected again because he's going to do great things. I just said, thank God he got elected again because I feel like the country... There were people that needed him to be elected, and I, and if he wasn't, it would have been a really potentially harsh social climate again. First, you know yeah, what I mean? I, the climate, the social climate under Bush sucked. But here's the thing: I don't think Bush did anything that anybody else in that position wouldn't have done. He just was a lot sloppier about. I read it. something about Bush that uh, history will forgive him because uh, when you look back at his presidency, it's like, oh, you think, oh, he's an idiot, whatever. He goes, but after nine eleven, which happened right off the top. Right at the yeah. beginning, he goes, there were no people that thought we're done with terrorist acts in the United States. Right. And we had zero after that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so people sort of like forget that. But it's like, yeah, everything that, that happened. Thing. If there was a cat in a tree after that for the next three years, people said it was the terrorist. I think he got I think he got the raw end on a lot of stuff. People are like, you're dumb, so let me just keep pushing the dumb thing at you. Yeah, look, I, I think like every president gets some sort of unfair media treatment, whether it's too many accolades or too much, mm-hmm. you know, or a harsh crucifixion. But, you know, it, it, here's my thing with Bush, and this is my thing with the whole thing. Yeah. Do people really, are people so fucking stupid that they really think this one guy orchestrated a war? Are people so fucking stupid that they actually think that this one guy plus Dick Cheney orchestrated a war? Yeah. Are people so fucking stupid that they that they don't realize that there is a gigantic fucking machine at work here mm-hmm. with money and power that we could never fathom? That yeah. we could never, ever, ever fucking fathom? And that they needed that thing to take place, so it took place. Right. That's the way I look at maybe it. Maybe they're not they planned it. Maybe they didn't even know. But someone may have known. Who knows? Right. But it still wasn't like, oh, well, George Bush must have known. Yeah. And maybe. A conspiracy. Then George Bush must have known. That's a leap. Right. And without question, George Bush was as, uh, you know, as sloppy in order, order as anybody ever could be. Um, and I think that's why, or at least part of why, he got the fucking laceration that he got. Right was because he couldn't say things eloquently. He wasn't a good speaker. Yeah. He wasn't slick. He wasn't sure. funny. Funny gets you a long Absolutely. way. Absolutely, yeah. You know? Uh, so I remember when Clinton, it was when his, when his, uh, the first time, his approval rating went way up before the election or whatever. I don't know. Whether it's not approval rating. It's something. Uh, because he played saxophone on Arsenio Hall. Right. And it was like, boom, now you're in the lead. You're right. like, whoa, what are we voting for? Yeah. And also, let's not forget, like, the the... You know the, the 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 tensions and 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 the heat on Clinton, yeah, were just as harsh as they were on Bush when he with the whole Lewinsky sexual thing. stuff. I remember being in college, going like, "What does this matter to us? I don't care why this matters to us as a people." Oh, the people were furious about it. You know he what Benjamin Netanyahu did? Yeah, Benjamin Netanyahu is an Israeli prime minister. Um, because when you said like you don't get worked up over it because you're like I don't vote, so I'm not gonna get worked up over. It. I can you can still pay attention to like who's going to take power in Egypt even though you won't care yeah, about no, voting about I that. Pay, I, I still pay attention to that. But like when um when uh uh well Egypt is a place where I feel like like democracy could conceivably have a chance if yeah. they could get it in working order, I think it could have a chance because here's my thing. You know, whenever I say I don't vote, I don't believe in it, I don't I think the change concept is bullshit. People say, "Well, what about Egypt? What about this place? What about this other place?" I say, "Yeah, 
You know what happens in places like that? Places like Egypt? Violence. Oh, yeah. They take violence to the fucking streets. Yeah. And they and, th- and you know what? That's why when Libya, they're like, oh, they got they got Gaddafi. I'm like, oh, yeah. cool. I'm like, wait, and then they killed him without trial? Yeah. Why didn't they just try him? Exactly. They used to do shit like that here. The last time there was real change yeah. to me in this country um, was probably, you know, the 30-year the, the span of, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. That was, like, to me, the last period of true change in the country where things happened. And it was still a time where people, where a march could make a difference. Right, right, right. Where the Teamsters literally fist fought the cops. Yeah, now they know too much. Like, if you get an Occupy Wall Street, now people are, the information is too easily passed by. So they say, okay, let's let's put some uh, fake homeless people into Occupy Wall Street, start some fights, and then we can send the cops in to shut it down. Exactly. That whole Occupy Wall Street thing, it really made me laugh. I was just like, this is the most pointless thing I've ever witnessed in my life. I disagree. It was pointless. Why? It was, it, did it do anything? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. All that corruption on Wall Street sure came to an end. It got me thinking. Okay, great. I think it helped people like Snowden decide, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I think these are little steps. It ca- There's a revolution coming in this country, Joe. <laughs> and it's step by step until more and more people wake up. What's your Snowden? What? Uh, what's your Snowden connection to Occupy Wall Street? People saying, I'm not going to accept what this government is doing without us influence other people. But Occupy Wall Street is in government. What Snowden did was was not Occupy Wall Street. Oh, it's all linked to that. Occupy no. Wall Street, the Tea Party, all of it. It's all the same. Guess what? Guess what? Snowden. What? Fucking pointless. Pointless. Absolutely pointless. I disagree. Was do you? Mm-hmm. Oh well, it sure. All, it sure gave us all a bunch of stimulating conversation to have it over our Danish. Hasn't happened yet. But here's yeah? what's going to happen. Yeah. When the government refuses to change, uh-huh. and people know it, and they say, "Hold on a minute, we've all decided we don't want this." The government still refuses to change. Libya happens. Libya can't happen here because I'm going to tell you something. Why is that? Oh, say it. Let me say, tell you it say it. Because we're too powerful a country? Too no. powerful an army? No, that's why. Well, no, exactly. Well, army, yeah, but not. I don't think I'm going to say what you think I'm going to say. What? The second. Yeah. The second they think there's a true threat on the streets in this country, uh-huh. they will have martial fucking law in full effect. Okay. What do you think happens after that? Take me down the path. What do you think happens after martial law? It's martial law. Okay. People so the riot. government runs everything. Yeah. The government says we're, we're not. There's no more laws. We're deciding everything. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Then what? Two months later, what? That's it. The martial law goes away, or it stays forever. It, they'll keep it here forever if they'll they have keep to. Keep it here forever. Okay. And then do the people just say, okay, well, I guess it's martial law, so we'll stop revolting? Uh, probably. Let's go through it. They all decide. Let's stop. The people would be no. Let's let's say they didn't decide to stop. They'd be no match for it. They'd be no match for how, it. How how weak do you think the Syrian government is? The Syrian army. How weak do you think it is? They don't have warplanes and tanks yeah. and machine guns. They're fairly weak, mm-hmm. by our standards. If one out of four thousand <laughs> people doing? that you know, right? One yeah, out of four thousand people said, "You know yeah. what? I'm so sick of this that I'm going to pick up a gun." Right. One out of four thousand. Right. That's an army, a guerrilla army of a hundred thousand people. Okay. Not marching through the streets, operating undercover. Right. Trying to disrupt the government, planting bombs, shooting uh, politicians. That's what happens. How do you stop a hundred thousand guerrilla, guerrilla army? Could never. People? Here's why. I don't, here's why. Here's, why? Because you still believe the, in the power of the American army. Here are the. Here are the. I listen. I yeah. I abs- It's proven itself over and That's over. That's if we go again. to fight a, a war with another country. And I believe that I'm no match for it. No. Yeah. You're not. I'm not. I'm not going to pick up a here's gun. The thing. Here's the factors that you're not bringing into this. Sure. It's sure. not as simple as rock versus rock. Okay. They'll shut down your phones. 
Mm-hmm. Your phones will Absolutely. be done. They'll turn off the internet. They will shut the down everything. There will be no information. It will. You will. You, you, you'll. You'll die in the streets from starvation before you'd ever be able to to to, to execute and an who, effective plan. Who, and who do you think is going to allow all people to starve in the streets? If one out of four thousand people are taking up arms against the government, they will kill the other three thousand nine hundred ninety nine. They'll starve them all. They'll just well, kill all civilians I mean, for the two thousand people in charge. Here's my thing. I'm not saying you're not making valid points. You're making valid points. We're so many ticks down the maybe trail with something like that. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Who fucking knows? I don't know. Maybe they would nuke their own people. I don't fucking know. We've dropped napalm on on our own soldiers before. Who fucking knows? They've blown up villages where American soldiers were (laughs) to be like, fuck it. This is what it is. You see movies all the time. And look, I reference movies and people laugh at me, but it's true. You watch a movie like Alien versus Predator yeah. or Air Force One or, or or that's not a good example, but like Clear and Present Danger, yeah, Patriot one. Games. That's what I meant. Yeah. I just got Harrison Ford in my head. But you watch movies like this. Yeah. Where do the people think these storylines of massive corruption and it goes all the way to the top and the conspiracy, where do they think these things come from? History. They're not all throughout yanked, the world. Exactly. Yeah. They're not yanked out of the fucking sky. And you watch any movie like it's, now I have to reference horror movies, which is going to make this argument sound less valid. But you watch movies like Alien vs. Predator or, or The Crazies or whatever, where there's an epidemic outbreak. Yeah. And the answer in the movie is always nuke the fucking city. Yeah. Blow the city up. Mm-hmm. They will do that. Yes. They will do That's that. That's if you have an outbreak of political awakening in one city. You can stop that one city. But Let me how tell you. do you nuke the whole country? Poor fucking Snowden. Poor fucking Snowden uh, thought he was martyring himself for the good of the people. Mm-hmm. And you know what? All, all he did was martyr himself. There was no good of the people part. That never came. That never yet. came. No, definitely not. That it's never came. It's only been about nine months. Occupy Wall Street. Okay, we all want to go down and beat drums in front of the most corrupt place on the fucking planet. Yeah, I was like that too. I was like, you're not going to make a difference. You're not going to make a difference. And then I thought about it. I'm like, which side of this do I want to be on? Uh, there's a third side. What's that? Apathy. The gray area. It's not apathy. It's saying, guys, that's not going to do anything. Here's what's going to do something. Mm-hmm. Here's an effective change in yeah, my what, what opinion. What did you do? In my opinion. Yeah. Fuck sitting out there in front of Wall Street. Fuck being a part of Wall Street. If it I'm wasn't going to change be... anything, why would, they, why would they like surreptitiously... Try to break it up. What do you mean? Why so the cops try to break word. it up? Uh-huh. Yeah, why does the government because try to break blocking, it up? Because they're blocking. They're blocking the shops. There's so much I could talk about with this. They were blocking the sh- the, the they were blocking uh, 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 local store owners' businesses. People couldn't open their businesses. And when the fucking Occupy Wall Street people were confronted with that, they said, "Tough. Everybody's got to sacrifice." So mm-hmm. okay. You'll fuck the blue collars as long as it's okay for your fucking song and dance. Which businesses they block all over the country. Huh? Which businesses they block all over I the country. I can't speak to all over the country. But in New York, local business owners were not able to open their stores mm-hmm. because, of the, because of the crowds. So it, that's why, because New York people... They shut down the docks. Because people in New York weren't able to open their businesses, they thought up a plot to sniper kill the people who were leading it in Houston. They maced people in their faces in Oakland. Because they weren't able to open the shops in New well, York. Hold on. I saw the video of the people getting maced yeah, in Oakland. Right in their fucking face. Yeah, and you know what? Sitting down. Here's the thing. 
Here's yeah. the thing. Does that suck? Absolutely, that yeah. sucks. But when you're sitting someplace and goddamn cops are going, guys, move. And you don't. And you say, no, no, you shouldn't have the power to tell me to move. I'm just sitting here. I'm okay. a free man or am I not a free okay. man? Okay. And the, and, and the IRS shouldn't be allowed to tax my paychecks. But they do and they will be able to. That's my You've point. You've accepted it. It's not accepting it. It's saying it's a fucking pointless fight. Sitting there and getting maced in the face because a bunch of cops want you to move doesn't do anything. It doesn't prove anything. It doesn't succeed. It do There's no success to that. It doesn't do anything. What does do One something? Of the people of Libya told the people uprisers of Libya the same thing. We're not in Libya. We're here. Yeah. We're here. Mm -hmm. And what does do? We're in the number one world power in the on the fucking globe. In terms there, of what uh, military might. I will agree in with you. In terms of everything. Education, wrong. In terms of everything. Uh, uh, I was, uh, 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 dental, wrong. I, well, okay, dental. <laughs> Come like, on. In terms of what? what political, are you political, political, financial, military hold power. On, hold on, hold on. We're number one. Military. Not financial. Dude. Not education. I went to. Not healthcare. I was in Italy when our economy was tanking yeah. and Obama was up for his first election. There were posters of Obama in Italy. Yeah, everyone bought on with him. And I said, why? And I asked my cousin, why do you guys have posters of Obama here? And he goes, because our economy is being hurt because your economy is failing. And we want Obama to come in because we think it'll turn things around. If it turns around for you, it turns around for us. Yeah. That's insanity, dude. That's an insane power. That's an insane influence. I'm not saying good move over because of it what i'm saying is is i'm not gonna try to fight that fucking machine everybody wants to be luke skywalker i'm, I'm fucking totally han solo cool. in this I'm shit i'm totally cool i'm over with here you. i'm, I'm totally not part cool of your with, revolution i'm totally princess. cool with anybody not wanting to fight the machine i'm totally cool with that but the shit on the people who are i'm not okay with what the shit on the people who are trying to change the machine i'm not okay with that i'm not shitting on them mm. no listen no no, no. hold it here's the thing i'm not shitting on them in the sense of people want to believe want to make a difference whatever that's fine. Go for it, man. But when you start you when you start being so selfish with your thing that you're saying fuck everybody else, that's fucking bullshit, man. That is fucking bullshit. When there are reports coming from the Occupy Wall Street movement that they will not delegate funds, funds that were raised but through charity on behalf of Occupy Wall Street to the different subdivisions of Occupy Wall Street because they were determining who deserved more money than other subdivisions. Well, wow, that sounds who's, a lot who's, like who's, fucking who, well, hold Wall on, hold on, Street. Hold on. Who's they were determining? There's no, there's no there leadership was, there was the by board, Wall Street. There was a board or you know, an ad hoc committee, whatever you want to call it, that was sort of the financial committee of Occupy Wall Street. All the money that was being given to Occupy Wall Street yeah. was being collected and, it. And, and appropriated by them. There they just were, took it for themselves? They didn't take it for themselves. There were subdivisions of Occupy Wall Street within the movement where you had your subcommittee and your, your group and whatever your thing was called and mm -hmm. whatever. And those people would have to go to the financial committee of Occupy Wall Street and say, hey, we need some cash because we've been sleeping out on the fucking streets yeah. for however many weeks. Blah, okay, blah, so blah. So your problem is, is with and their that, appropriation of funds. And that but committee not with their message would, at all. would decide that these people deserve more money than these people. Okay, so your problem is not with their message in any way then. Your problem is just the no, way they I don't have a problem with the, appropriated funds. Who would ever have a problem with the message that Wall Street is corrupt and it should stop? I absolutely have a problem with that. But I'll quote David Cross in saying the war against terrorism is a futile... Yeah, a comic hasn't been funny in 20 years. I like David Cross. I'm what has he done since then? It doesn't matter whether you think he's funny or not. Here's the point. Well, he's done a shit on Larry the Cable Guy called Here, a career. Listen, here's the point. Here's the point. Uh, he said he had a bit about the war on terrorism is pointless. You can't stomp out 
the concept of terrorism. It's like having the war on jealousy. Yeah. It's the same it's thing. Tactic. It's the same thing for the war on corruption. It's, Wall Street is never going to change. It's never going to fucking change. You have to change. We talked about this. Yeah, well, here's, what, here's how you change it. You don't give it the power over politics that it has now. How about just don't be involved in that game and go start your own game somewhere else? That's a possibility if you think this has been around forever, but it's not been around forever. Oh, it's been around for a long fucking time. Until we had a centralized bank, this was never a problem. Until we allowed, until we allowed the right. lobbyists to pay directly pay politicians, this sure. wasn't a problem. It's only been a more recent, like thirty or forty years situation. How do you how do you speak to this? This is my thing. This is this is my thing. This is. Uh, I I I want to I, I really want to get your opinion on this because I yeah. feel like you haven't given it to me yet. Excuse me. Occupy Wall Street went and shut down the docks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, fine. We're gonna try to kick them. We're gonna try to kick the problem right in its fucking nuts, and prevent the importing and exporting. You know that's happening down at the docks, and that'll trickle upward and blah blah blah, and it sure. goes to the top. I'm just like, whatever you say, I'm going to compare to Cesar Chavez. So go ahead. That's fine. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, They went down and shut down the docks. Now, okay, great. You made a point. It got in the paper. It got a story. Here's my fucking problem. Here's my fucking problem with it. What the fuck does the blue collar dock worker, who's the real person you should be fighting for right now, Mm -hmm. that you now have prevented from going to work and making his hourly wage, now he's sitting up in the fucking Bronx instead of making his 45-minute to an hour commute down to do this grueling goddamn job every day. Now he's sitting up in the Bronx with his six kids and his wife saying, how the fuck are we going to pay the bills this month? Occupy Wall Street didn't give a fuck about those people. They didn't give a fuck. They stomped on everybody they could to mm-hmm. prove their fucking point. And their whole attitude was, hey. they shut down the docks? They they went and occupied it. I don't fucking know. They sat there and played bongos. I, that's I, I, they I shut down the docks. I don't know. I just remember it was in the papers that they. Sh- I was on Red Eye one night. The we government controlled papers. The government controlled papers. Yes, yes, yeah. What do you mean they, they shut down the docks? They occupied they possibly- the docks and prevented like the docks from operating for a day, and then they got run out by the cops. But that so nobody got fired. Nobody left it. Nobody, nobody got fired. But an they, hour of work. My, no, no, no. People lost a day of work or two days or however long they were there. That's not my point. The, the point isn't specifically what exactly happened. Uh-huh. My point is the attitude of we're going to go into this situation to prove our point. And in the meantime, we're going to, br- hey, hey, man, you make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. And we're going to break all the fucking blue-collar eggs we can and not give a shit about those people. And you know what? Everybody in that fucking movement, I didn't see one fucking blue-collar guy down there was a bunch of goddamn rich suburban white kids who could afford their daddies to float them as they slept on the fucking streets. That's just not true. That is absolutely true. There. And here's another thing that's true. There were true. thousands of people across the country. You're saying there could were you no afford blue to have done workers it? there? Could you afford to have done it? Sure, I'm a comic. Could you? Have, I'm, I'm serious. Could you afford to have put, up, put your work aside for two months and sat down there? Could you have afforded oh, that? no. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Everybody I know on a personal level with the exception of maybe one or two people, maybe. And I know there's exceptions to every rule. I'm just calling that out. Yeah. But every, mostly every person I know that went down there and did that, they were rich. Or they're hippies. They, they were upper middle class. They came from nice suburban houses and nice suburban families that were floating them through an artistic lifestyle in New York City. And it's nice to go down and play pretend. Okay. It's yeah. nice to go down and play pretend. But when push comes to shove, they didn't have any real respect 
for what they were trying to protect. They were hurting the people they were trying to okay, protect. Okay, now let's compare it to Cesar Chavez. Go ahead. He's calling for a, uh, a boycott of grapes because they're not paying the workers enough. Okay. This puts out of work a lot of workers. Right. But yet he's saying for our greater good, we need to do this boycott. We need to say, hey, we're going to hurt you in your wallets where okay. you'll pay attention. Okay. Okay. There were regular workers who actually were put out of work, not just some random like right. the dock workers are gone. I don't, I don't understand how you're saying that the docks got shut down. They occupied. Occupy. They occupied the they docks. Ju- they jumped on the ships like pirates. I don't know what they did. They, but it's, that that happened. That's a thing that happened. I'm not like just pulling that out of my ass. That definitely happened. Well, look, I got. I'm like sitting here like I don't know exactly what I'm literally staring at an yeah. iPad. Also, just because um, make one the Caesar Chavez point. Though, one thing is negative. Well, no, I'm saying you put out a lot of blue collar workers, put a lot, of, a lot of them out of work. But just because one thing is negative in a in a theory or an ideology doesn't make it worse than the current ideology. Yeah, so people, some people got put out of work. Absolutely, but we are at a far greater wealth distribution problem than we were 40 years ago. So way more people are out of work or have less money because sure. of the stuff they're revolting against. Sure. They're trying sure. to help those blue-collar workers. Um, shut docks December 12th. Here it is. West Coast, Occupy Wall Street. This was West Coast. I'm trying to find the New York one. Well, it doesn't matter. We can use the West Coast one as an Sure, as, throw as that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If Battle right. lines have formed as the West Coast Occupy movements from San Diego. Hold on a second. The fucking thing skipped. From San Diego to Alaska, flex their collective muscle against the federally coordinated brutal attacks targeting the pro-Occupy Wall Street movements across the country. They are organizing for blockades. Brutal attacks against them by the government. They wow. are. They are organizing. Like What's that? Seems like they cared. Who the Occupy people? No, the government. The government. They are organizing for blockades of West Coast ports on December twelfth in San Diego, Los Angeles, Long Beach, Port, uh, Unim. California, I don't know what that is, Oakland, Portland, uh, Oregon, Seattle, Tacoma, Washington, and possibly more solidarity actions have been called by OWS in New York and inland locations as well. They're blocking docks, or they were. This is obviously in the past. Um, So those people lost their jobs because of that? Look, I don't know who I don't know who lost the job, but look, you're a guy, you're a union member, okay? Mm-hmm. I think, right? You're in SAG and everything, right? I'm in the WGA. Because they forced me. Yes. I'm in the WGA. Yeah. I'm part of unions. You know how that shit goes. Yeah. I, uh, both unions I've been in have I've gone struck, on I've strike. For the union. Yeah, have gone on strike. Okay, and and I know the dock workers weren't striking, but my point yeah, is, is you know the climate when something like that happens. What? The guys in charge are going, get your fucking ass in here. You, the worker, are going, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what to do. They're blocking everything. I can't get down there. What do you want me to do? I got to fight through this crowd? Yeah. I got to fight through this, by the way, potentially violent crowd? I mean, they all acted no, like... not violent. Not hold violent. on a second. Hold on a second. Well, let's define, let's define violence. Violence sure. is putting your hands on somebody, obviously. It's, it's getting it's okay. mace in someone's eye from a Okay, great, away. great. Mace in the violent. eye, horrible. That's horrible. I'm not saying yeah. it's not. But let's also talk about aggression. They were an aggressive bunch. You're against them. Okay? You're against, you're against Occupy Wall Street. Geraldo, I don't know why. Geraldo, okay, who does, yes, work for Fox News, went down there, and I've seen the footage of it, Yeah. went down there and tried 
to give them a voice and be diplomatic and be what one do you of mean, the. Give them a voice. What does that mean? Give them a voice. What does that mean? He tried to do a story. He wanted to go down there and talk to them. Okay. He tried to go down there to talk to them. Yeah. And be one of the few. And these individual few people. How representatives they of Fox News uh-huh. that was going to actually give these guys a chance to talk. Because Fox was completely closed-minded about it. Who's these guys? Just the random people that were there? The Occupy Wall Street people. You know what okay. they did? They crowded around them. When you say they, you, it's impli- hold on. It implies that they're acting as a group when it's just a They were acting as a group. So their leadership said to do what? Well, it was a group. Occupy Wall Street was a group. That is not a bunch of individuals. It is a group of people thinking and acting on the same cause. Okay. But the people in New York didn't tell the people that, that, that Maury Povich or whoever went down to like interview. They didn't tell them how to act. It was just the people he talked to. No. It wasn't like a higher group saying, this is how we're going to act in these situations. He went into the yeah, crowd to talk to people. Okay. They booed in his face. Sure, okay. They violently booed in his face. Hold on, hold on. To the hold on. You can Vi- watch what, it. No, no. When you say violently booed, what aggressive? What way is violence and booing? Aggressively booed. Where if I was him, I would have been fucking freaked out if I was safe or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's not. Don't say violently booed. Just say booed. Aggressively say violently, booed. Okay. Aggressively. aggressively but there was no booed. violence happened. No. No violence. Oh, no, not, okay. no. I don't think anybody hit him or anything. Yeah. Um. But my point is that it's like, here's a guy that's like kind of trying to help you guys out. Is he? Yes, he was. How do you he know? He was. Because he's one of the more moderate voices on that channel. And he works for a company oh, that aggressively, yeah, and, aggressively misappropriates the truth. Okay, and so does CNN. But if CNN was down there, they would have fucking, they would have bowed at their feet. Why? What are you talking about? I don't think that's true. Absolutely, it's I true. I think they're mostly against mainstream media. It is absolutely true. You're going to sit here and tell me that if Anderson... Why do you hate Anderson, I don't understand why you're against them. I don't I, understand why you're I against a group, a, good people, a group of people who are trying to affect change for the better. Because they're... Oh. But you're more defending the people who are, who are, yeah. uh, who are in charge of the, the change they're trying not to happen. No, or, I'm not! How was Geraldo in charge of the cha- of Wall he Street? He works for the company. Okay, you're going to sit here and tell me you think if Anderson Cooper went down there, they would have booed in his fucking face? I don't know. No, they wouldn't have. Ari, come on. I don't know. You're smarter than that. I don't know why, you know. They, booed, I don't know why they booed him. They, because they saw the Fox News They're logo. They're totally against CNN, too. They saw the Fox News Which logo Fox and News? booed is it, is, Are they the left wing or the right wing? The conservative right. or the Republican? Conservative. That's the Republican. Conservative. Oh, so that's And here one. they had an opportunity to represent themselves in a very dignified way and get their message across on the enemy's TV network. So you're saying the higher-ups at Occupy Wall Street said, hey, when Geraldo comes down there, we're going to have you booed? Or was it just those people that were there saying, oh, here comes a voice, here comes a noise out of my mouth. It's a boo because I don't like this guy. Look, man, if you... Just a bunch of people. Don't say violently booed. Don't say aggressively booed. They just go, No, it was aggressive. Boo, boo. It was aggressive. They don't like him. That's aggressive. I guess so. It was aggressive. Why? Here's the thing. You can say I'm against using him. adjectives I mean, to, to change the story. It's not. They booed him. They booed him. Watch. All the, boos are aggressive. We're gonna. They booed him. Okay. What do they throw shit at him and boo him? Don't say aggressive. Don't say violently, because then you're taking a stance. I took violently back. I'm saying aggressive. I changed violently. How do you non-aggressively boo someone? Boo. Does anyone <laughs> do that in a crowd? My point is not. They booed him. My point. Just say the truth. Okay. Then. They booed but him. Then Don't you, add an adjective. But then you got to just say the truth that they were an aggressive movement. How can you trying to affect change? Of course, that's aggressive. Listen, but it wasn't violent. Listen, here's the thing: it never got out of hand. They sat there. They oh, they just sat sat there there and said, "Listen, we have a problem with how this is being run." Okay, great. And here's the I was the same way as you. I was the same way as you. You're not going to make a difference. You're not doing anything. 
but you're going out of your way to say you guys didn't do shit instead of looking at just look who they wanted not you to look I'm at. what I'm going out of my way to say. What I'm going out of my way to say is they, they acted like they were these precious puppies, these fucking babies in the woods, these little lambs. They acted just, like. Just a so, Who? Who just, acted like? Every, every rap, every argument for or be on the behalf of Occupy Wall Street is little old us. What did we ever do? These Ooh, big who? bad men in suits. We're just trying to make a difference. And you know what? They shit on the blue collar workers. They stomped out the goddamn local store. They, they, they stomped out the local workers or, or local shop owners down in the Wall Street area. When people went down there respectfully, they didn't treat them with respect back. Okay? And what I see, and what I see, and I can't speak to every movement, but what I see is a bunch of kids that got, that got daddy's money in their pocket that can afford to act like fucking assholes. Um, that's what I see. I don't what see I organization. Here's what I see. No, I they definitely see or- were not organized. That was their biggest problem is they suffer yeah. from a lack of yeah. clear, a lack of, hold on, yeah. a lack of clear movement. Like, this is what we believe in. But what I saw was way more people saying, I don't understand this, and I'm going to say, fuck them, because I don't fully understand it. Instead of saying, hold on, let me not take a stance, you're saying they I were all, it perfectly. They're all, they're all rich white kids. They're boycotting rich white kids. That's who they're against. Yeah, exactly. The super wealthy exactly. who are taking control of exactly. the country. The classic. The classic. Why would you not look at who they're pointing at? Just look at who they're pointing because at. Because I don't give a shit I was the same about way. who they're p- pointing at. Because I'm not involved in the game of who they're pointing at. Do you? So let them point. just had another movie. A third movie about Wall Street. That's exactly like the other two movies they made about Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. And it's identical to Wall Street Money Never Sleeps, which was identical to Wall Street. It's never going to change. As I said, it's only been like since the 60s or 70s. It's the same reason why I don't complain about the way the military's run. Do I like it? Do I agree with it? I don't even know. I don't fucking care. And you know what I'm never going to do? Why are you upset? Join the the military. So then don't join. Sit there quietly because you don't understand the situation. Just sit there quietly. I don't have to. Why are you against the people who are rising up and saying, I want to affect change? Listen to me. I'm not against. This is, I need to make this point. I was the same way. I was the same way. I didn't understand it. So I said, no, you know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Don't talk to me. That's just a condescending thing to say. Oh, that's absolutely condescending because I was there too. You're right. You're you're smarter than me and you understand it. No, no. I finally just stepped back and said, hold on. Why am I against this? Because I was against it too. Listen. Why am I against it? Which side of history do I want to be on? Do I want to be on the side of history who says, I want the bad things to change? Or do I want to be on the side of history who says, hey, shut up, changers. Shut up. No, I'm on the side saying what you're doing right now is pointless. It's not going to make one bit of difference. And uh, also, you guys are kind of acting like assholes. If you want to be the that changers. seems weird to me. You keep saying that. I don't know. How do you I think not, it's, I think but, it's an idea of what they but, represent. But wait a second. How are you not understanding? How do you feel about Anonymous? How, what's Anonymous? What do you mean? What's, activist group Anonymous? I don't know. Oh, oh, the guys that like run in and do crazy shit. Like, is that the website where they get together and they, they do like crazy weird shit in groups? Play, in play, is that that one? You think of flash mobs. Flash mobs. What's Anonymous? What is Anonymous? Anonymous is a group of people. Yeah. America, really, yeah. or all over the world. Right. Who just is in charge? They not in charge. They are for the free uh, exchange of information. Okay. Um, so they do things like they expose the uh, cover up of that girl who got raped in Ohio. Mm-hmm. They said, "Hey, you're trying to sweep us under the rug. We won't allow that." Great. That's great. They also support people like Edward Snowden. Okay. And they're being arrested left and right for okay. being a terrorist organization. Okay. 
No, that sucks. They shouldn't be arrested for that. Yeah. You don't really know anything about him, huh? No. You haven't even heard of him? I don't know. Maybe I have. You seem puzzled by that. Yeah. Why? I don't know. You seem so. You have such an opinion on Occupy Wall Street, and they're so. But that's not so connected to Anonymous. It's connected. All right. Well, I don't. I. You ex- it the people with the Guy Fox masks. The what? Guy Fox. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get involved in the movements. I think so they're why all are you against it. Ari. Do you know what else? Here's the, movement? the point. Wait, 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 the current, wait. Stop, the current stop. government. The current system. Wait a we second. Have. Let me say this. This is the point I need to make. Excuse me. I am not against movements. Your words belie the truth. No, that's not true. You're not listening to me. You're hearing me. You're not listening. Okay, you're not against movements. I'm not against movements. My beef with Occupy Wall Street is isn't... Is it too rich for you? No, listen to me. No, the rich thing is... is, is it's is, a personal problem you have with rich people. No, it's not a personal problem I have with rich people. It's a problem I have with the behavior of people who clearly can act however they want because they've got money in their pocket. And that's a different argument. I don't have a problem with somebody being rich. You know, a lot of people sold all their belongings to go down there. Okay, great. And I think a lot of people is the extreme minority in that movement. That's what I think. Okay, because every time I was in a bar or talked to somebody, okay, bar, yeah. and, and, and talked to somebody about Occupy Wall Street or in a coffee house or wherever. But not at, okay, at Zuccamati You know what Park. I met a lot of? It wasn't there. You know what I met a lot of? Bar. Do you know what I met a lot of? People who got uppity about it and a lot of like fucking, they were better than a lot you. Of, yeah, a lot absolutely. of Jamie Kilstein absolutely. types. A lot of Jamie Kilstein types. Well, here's what we should do. Yeah, a lot of Jamie Kilstein you think, types. You know what? I don't really like these people. I get it. I was exactly the same spot. But you still haven't let me make my point. Okay, go ahead. My point is... I'm not against people saying there should be a change. I'm not against people saying we believe in this thing and we're going to make a difference. You're against like I'm Greenpeace not, type people. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Just listen for a second. Okay. I'm, not a, I'm not against it. And I'm not, I'm not going to be a part of it, but I'm not against it. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves. I'm not into it. Okay? What I am against. I like that. I like that from you. That is what it, that's what I've been saying the whole time. This is where you're missing me, my point. The thing I'm against. Yeah. And you can't deny this. It's what happened. Is people going down with an attitude of if you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs and letting those eggs be innocent bystanders, local shop owners, dock workers, running down my street in New York, chanting and screaming, fuck you guys. Why are you fucking with me and this guy right now? I got nothing to do with those suits on Wall Street. Yeah. So take it down there. Keep it down there. But don't have this attitude of like, we're going to block this. We're going to fuck this up. You're talking about the people up. you met at Starbucks? No, what are you talking about? So the people you talk to at coffee shops and bars? No, I'm talking. I'm saying the How people. How do they affect your life at, on, at all? What I just said. They're on the streets. Chanting. You didn't live in New York when this happened, by the way. Mm-mm. Yeah, so you have a really nice outside-the-box perspective on yeah, this whole thing. how do they thing. do it? I have marched with them before in New York. They, dude, the trains got fucked up. How did the trains get fucked up? They were fucking up the train services. and I don't know how they did it, but like, this is, I'm telling you, this is what the stuff mean? that was happening. How did they fuck it up? Train service was getting fucked up in that area. How? I don't know. It was just what was happening. You mean the train shut down so they couldn't have access to that area? You mean the government uh, shut I down think, the train so they could so the no, Occupy Wall Street? No, the government have, didn't shut anything. Who shut it down? The Occupy Wall Street? Are Actually, they in charge you know what? of it? Hold on a second. Let me take back the train thing. I don't know if that happened. I just remember hearing There's things. There's a lot of conjecture of like, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. But here's what the people they're against are doing. Hurting regular citizens. Okay, great. Great. They're making that's us get t- poorer and poorer. That's a terrible thing. 
So then why? So that's who you should be against. The people who affect I'm, way more have poor I not, people. Have I not said eight times that I'm against those people? Have you I not said, said 50 times you're against Occupy Wall Street? No, you haven't I'm really against, said you're against the government taking too much power. Of course I'm against it. You haven't once said So then just, just say that. Because that's what you're against, DeRosa. I'm, that's the thing you're against. But you don't like Jamie Kilstein. And that's the problem. That you're associating Jamie Kilstein with this whole movement and saying I, he's so uncool that I don't want to be associated with him. And you're, you are effectively defending the worst of the people no, in the not. argument. No, I'm not. By only attacking no, the, not. the less bad There's people. There's a third side to this thing. You see it as two black Getting and not white. involved. And that's the side Absolutely. I'm on. That's, that's not the side, the side, you're, that's yes, not the side you're showing. Dude, if you think, if you think, dude, it's like saying, it's like saying. They booed him from MSNBC. They booed him. It's like saying. Who cares? Dude, it's like saying we're going to protest the one restaurant in town that has all the food. We're all starving. We're yeah. going to protest the one restaurant in town that has all Let's the food. Let me a real example. Ben's at the corner of the comedy cell, McDougal on 3rd, during the okay. floods. What happened? A lot, a lot of businesses opened up, got generated, and said, you know, we'll give out, I think even the seller, whatever, said that, um, free show, come on down, free show. The stand did the same thing. Free show, yeah, come on down. That. People of New York are suffering. Yes. Ben's jacked their prices up. Six fifty a slice. Okay. Um, but that's not the point I was going to no. make. So if you want to boycott them, let's make it a real thing. Let's boycott Ben's for doing something let's like this. Let's pretend Ben's was the only place that had food. Sure, in okay? that time, absolutely. Now let's pretend that some of us had food at home mm -hmm. and some of us were starving in the street. Yeah. And those of us starving in the street all lived on the street around Ben's. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because that was the only place that... One thing they definitely finish. should not do is stop people from getting access let, to Ben's. Let me finish. Let me okay. finish. And because for some reason around Ben's, that was the only place these people could get find some safe shelter for living in the street. There were some trees there and uh, some crust got thrown on the garbage, whatever it was. Okay. Now, you and I, as the people that have food at home, yeah. say it's not right that all these people in the streets aren't eating Sorry. and this place has food. Okay. Okay. We, we, we can only do so much. We need, to, we need to fucking do a sit down or a sit in, whatever it's called, outside of Ben's and prevent them. For, or and send the message to them that they need to be more uh, uh, sharing with what they have, yeah. okay, and less corrupt and blah, blah, blah. take all the food yeah. from other restaurants. So then we go down to Ben's, and in the course of us occupying Ben's, all the people that lived around Ben's are like, hey, dude, um, your Occupy movement's nice and all, but you're shoving me out of my shit. What do you mean? I need to live on the street. You didn't follow the example. Shoving me out of my shit. What do you mean by shit? I need to live on the street right here next Homeless to Ben's. People. Exactly. Okay. I need to live on the street ne here next to Ben's. Your Occupy movement is fucking with me. So, and then we, and then our so response. The homeless people in Zuccamati Park were then, forced to live elsewhere? No, 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 no. I don't understand why you're not getting the local shop owner thing. I really don't get what you're not getting about it. You're saying who's not allowed to live there? Homeless people that were living there before? No, Ari, Ben's? I'm doing an analogy. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I'd, like to, yeah. I'd like to follow it through. No, I'm saying they're the local shop owners. Who? We're going in to prove a point at Ben's, and in, okay. and in the effect of proving that point, yeah. we're shoving out all the shop owners. Telling the other shop owners to get out of here. The shop owners couldn't operate their businesses. Ooh, which shop owners? The ones around Wall Street. They couldn't operate their businesses. That is a fact. I'm not making that up. Look it up. <sighs> Please do. But Ernie, what you're you, not have saying, you heard anything I'm talking about right now? What you're not saying Ernie is that, has heard about it. Is that uh, the difference between the top percent people wealth-wise and the bottom is getting wider and wider is the gap. Dude, Is that everyone, when I was that. growing up, had one mother that stayed at home and a father that worked. And we had about the same lifestyle we have now where everyone's mother and father does work. We are poor as a people. Yeah, of course we are. 
Nobody, I have never once in this discussion said, Wall Street's fine, it's not corrupt. No, but you've only said negatives with the people saying to stop them. Because you've chosen you, to say, you could look, and you, you can have go chosen back and forth. to not, I have, here's, here's what you've chosen to do. I have addressed and retorted every. What business is shut down? Ari. Please keep looking it up. Oh my God. What businesses had to shut down. You're saying the Occupy Wall Street, how, how the protests are impacting local okay. businesses. Because our right to protest is, is as American the barricades, as The barricades near the Milk Street Cafe, which owner Mark Epstein have says have cost him to lay off 21 employees and become in danger of closing his store. The paradox of Occupy Wall Street. What barricades? What barricades? The bar right, stop. Barricades? No, stop. I want to know the details. The, I want to know the exact details, please. When, when there's a movement or whatever, police have to put barricades up. Because Around they have them. to contain them. They have to contain the the. So people couldn't get to his business. Was that what happened? Yes. Yes. So people shouldn't protest. That's not what I'm saying. Don't turn it into a big. Why? It's so much uh, fun to do that. But 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 you're but you're doing it at the cost of of your own of looking logical on your own. I Answer just don't. My I, point. Yeah. So Answer yes, my point. it's too bad that business was shut down. Every, but you got to allow people to protest. Every, it's, it's America. It's American. Do you see what I'm? That's what American is. But you it have wasn't to be able to just protest. that business. It was many businesses. And my point is. Is if you're on the side of the working man, you don't hurt the working man to make your point. That sucks. That absolutely sucks. Yeah, they sucks. shouldn't do that. Yes. Yeah. That's all I've been trying to say from the fucking beginning of this. Okay, now that I've said that, you shouldn't hurt the working man. Do you see how they have any good points? They let's absolutely those, have good points. Those, let's talk about those for a while. You have time? It's two. Mm -hmm. I have another few minutes. Dude, they have these everywhere in New York. Those barricades. They have those Ari, everywhere in the city. Ari, this, they have those everywhere in they the don't, city. Ari, here's where they have them in the city. All over. No, here's where they have them in the city. When there's road work being done or whatever it is, and they put those up to prevent people from walking so people into fucking walk road work. You're not seeing what's all around this shit, which is people unable to get through a massive crowd and barricades to get to this guy's store. Okay? Now, this was a common thing that was happening. Yeah, they had now, this problem in, in, in L.A. with all the food trucks, and they're like, uh, places like uh, whatever restaurants were like hey there's 10 food restaurants in front of my restaurant now and i can't make a fucking living and they said okay let's move me away move me down the street in that survey in a survey dozens of local businesses over the past few weeks around yeah, zakati park definitely. where the occupy wall street movement continues to gain steam and nearing a two-month mark most said okay most said it was having little effect here you go that's to your point now okay but that's actually here's my real point is that we should be spending less time worrying about a couple local businesses and way more time thinking about what affects insane. all local businesses. That is fucking insane. Something that affects all of us. That is fucking insane. That is fucking insane. Okay, here's your words are important and you're choosing to spend your time thinking about the negatives of Occupy Wall Street instead of the negatives of the people they are protesting. I, That's what you are doing. I don't understand quote, the issues. I don't understand the issues of Occupy Wall Street at all. Let me paraphrase. But I do want to be on the side of free information. Let me. If a government is saying we're going to send in undercover homeless people to start fights, so we can we can have a reason to shut you down. Right. If there's a plot to sniper kill the yeah, leaders of Houston, sucks. and the FBI says mm, we're not going to say a goddamn word that about sucks. it. That sucks. What are you going to do? That well, sucks. What are you going to do? I know what you're going to do. You're going to make fun of Occupy Wall Street for. Oh, for, the, for this please. cafe having a problem. Oh, please. That's I'm not making fun of Occupy Wall Street. I'm saying you choose where to put your where you put your words. You put them on the other side. I'm going to ref. Joe. This is the side I'm on. This is the side I'm on, and I'm going to reference. All. I'm going to reference a David Mamet article that he wrote about how he switched from being a left winger to a right winger, and he said at the end of the day, 
The, the end of the day, it's all the same. You yeah. can bitch that Bush is responsible for the war in Iraq. Kennedy was responsible for Vietnam. Or you can say, guess what we have now? We have a, a president who said we can arrest people and never try them. Fine. Exactly. It's all the same. And he said, what really matters, what really matters yeah. is that at the end of the day, when I stand at the water cooler in my office and you stand there too, and we have different beliefs, we get along with each other and we're able to have a friendship. That's what really matters. And that's the fucking side I'm on. Do I give a fuck about He's how corrupt? Do I give a fuck about how corrupt Wall Street is? Not really, because it's never going to stop, so I don't care. Do I have a fuck about how, how correct or incorrect Occupy Wall Street is? No, I don't care because none of it's going to change. I said on the podcast two weeks ago, I've turned my back on Arizona, okay? I'll go there and perform and do shows for the people that want to see me, but I'm not going to rip my goddamn hair out trying to hammer a liberated or excuse me, a progressive thinking logic into these people's heads anymore. They have failed. It's over. Have fun, guys. Do your thing. I'm not wasting my time trying to do it. What I am going to spend my time trying to do is making sure that the people around me are yeah. people that I can have fruitful and, and, and progressive relationships with, yeah, great discussions like this stuff. with. Absolutely. And that's what, that's what that's it, the change. Yeah, that's what... That's not the change. That's just living as free man. It is the just change. Saying, let's have fun. Let's go to the movies. Let's do fun things. Let's it's enjoy not just the fun things, but here's my point, Ari. It is the change because so few people, yeah. so so many. Let me rephrase that. So many people nowadays subscribe hardcore, hundred and ten percent to one side of the argument. Yeah. This side or that side, and then they hang out with a I bunch. I like to subscribe to this. Let's hear the arguments. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I'm saying that's the real change. Because for you and me to be buddies, yeah, and we can hang out and and have a fucking heated debate like this. I had the, the same t debate with Ted Alexandro, who's one of my fucking pals. I've yeah. known Ted forever. Ted is an occupier. We got into it on a podcast one day, and I was saying all this same shit. Yeah, and he was saying all the stuff from where he was coming from. And at the end of it, we hugged, and it was just like, dude, I love you, man. That was great. Oh, yeah, right, that sure. To me, that, to me, is real change. What, how does that change? Because I think most people have a propensity. Change from what to what? I'm yeah. going to explain to you. I think most people have a social propensity to, that's the wrong term, but you know what I mean, a social, uh, 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 it's just like an instinctual thing to align themselves with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And then when you do that, society, from a cultural sense, stagnates, gets stale, and rots and withers away. Change, the way to change that, the way to keep progression alive, cultural development alive, is not to me ripping my hair about who the president is. It's about me and you being able to have a yelling match about something we disagree about, and then later going to hang out tonight and getting drunk together. Mm -hmm. That is a form of change. That is a form. What, is it, what does it change? It changes the fact that most people don't do that. That's not a, that's not a common thing. People talking? Absol absolutely not. When's the last time? Oh, you mean open discussion with, with someone from another side of an argument? Yes, that's oh, what I'm right, saying. Right, right, like right, two right. different perspectives meeting, that inspires change. But change in you, change in me to start thinking about different things and, and to keep our brains progressing and growing. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think that's change. That's just a nice thing. I don't know what it's changed. How is it not? But how is it? How is that any different from from a president saying? We've always had that. We've always had people discussing stuff. Oh, dude! I when's the last time you worked in in? Uh, well, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, how I vividly how do you changes. remember working in an office space? Yeah. How vividly do you? Very, remember? I fear it. 
You fear it. Yeah. When I work, I'm not, I technically work in an office now, but it's a writing job. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like office, yeah, office, yeah, yeah. real deal stuff. Uh, when I think back to that stuff. Yeah. People didn't talk uh, about. People didn't talk about anything that they disagreed upon. Oh, so you're saying you and Ted talking is changing your other, your former lifestyle of not talking to people about stuff. No, what I'm saying is, is people like you and me or, or you and whoever or whoever and whoever <laughs> existing in an environment where people stay in one place and never challenge themselves with the other side's perspective right. or argument yeah. inspires change. When they see two people going, it's okay, we can talk yeah, about Yeah, when I marched things. down the street with Anonymous, we marched down all through New York once, and we were yelling and screaming about whatever, and I saw people going like, you know, don't, don't be a sheep, whatever. And I, I was looking at the people looking at them, and it just seemed like, you know, the crazy Zionists that, that walked down the street and we're just kind of looks at them like, like they're crazy, the black Zionists. Sure. They looked at us like that. Sure. So I'm like, we're not really doing anything here. No one's going to change their, their way in any, in any direction at all. Right. And that's when I more realized the only way to pick up some change is to grab a gun. <laughs> that's the only way you make change. Well, that's why I brought up the thing of, uh, or the, the point about the Teamsters back in the, I guess is the 40s or 50s. I don't know, yeah. the Jimmy Hoffa years. Yeah. Uh, they literally fist fought the cops. Like the cops came down, they were like, to bust you them guys up. get out of here. And they fist fought the cops. Wow. Because that you could do that back then. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like you said, they would have undercover cops yeah. coming in to do to whatever to, into the Teamsters to start turmoil within within the thing itself. They'd have snipers, they'd have this, they'd have that. People died for the cause. It was the real deal. And that's why, and no, I do not have a problem with people that have money. But that's why I get angry when I'm in a coffee house or wherever I am. And the only reason I'm saying bar or coffee house is because I didn't go down and spend time at Occupy Wall Street to talk to people. But I talked to people that were occupiers. Uh -huh. And I'm not including Ted in You've this. You've gotten really, with them. So there's, I, yeah, yeah and I'm not including. That's, that's good that's happening. That's right. good. That's, that's also a, a good thing they do is make people talk about this stuff. And what I'm about to say, I'm not including Ted. And I'm not saying yeah. that to protect my friend. I really yeah. don't think this about him. Fuck him. But... <laughs> I'm talking about a lot of the people I talk to in bars or wherever about it. I was sitting there going, this is a fucking kid whose parents are floating them through their New York no, journey. It feels like, nah, fuck you, man. It feels like that. I get it, too. And then. You liberal douchebag. Go fuck yourself. I got into an Telling argument. Telling me that I'm not doing good enough. How about this? I get it. I get it. But the cause itself is fine. How about this? It's those people, like, they give it a bad name. Same thing with Red Sox fans. It's like, that's fine to be a fan of a. Sports team, but you douchebags. Why are you such fucking douchebags? There's an arrogance. I yeah. got into an argument it's the once. Arrogance, you have a problem with. With uh, I got an ar ar excuse me, an argument once. Do you know John and Molly Neffel? Mm -hmm. Their brother and sister team. They they are very politically minded and active, or whatever. Yeah, I got into a big argument with her about this in a bar one night, and uh, they were occupiers. And yeah. I was like, I just don't see the point. I just don't see what it's going to do. And she's like, How dare you! My brother was simply taking pictures, and he got arrested. And I was like, well, that's exactly what I'm saying, Molly. So you're not going to make a difference. They'll just arrest yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, they can, if they can just arrest you, then what's the point? Uh, if they can shut it down whenever they want, then what's the point? And then she was like, movements make a difference. Da-da-da, make a difference. Da-da-da, make a difference. And I said, I don't think that they do. I, I, and I said, I'm going to quote George Carlin. I think certain allowances are made to give the illusion of change, but I don't think anything really ever changes. Republican, Democrat, all and, the same garbage. Right. And we started talking about the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. And she was like, civil rights made such a difference. And I was like, well, look, I'm not saying it didn't, obviously. Uh, but, you know, there, 
uh, you could talk to a black person right now that would probably tell you it isn't as gravy as you fucking think it is. Right, you know right, what I right. mean? And my friend Anton, sold everything, who's a comic yeah. and black, we brought him into the discussion. I said, Anton, look, we're two white people talking about this, which is stupid. You're a black guy. What do you think? Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I mean, look, I appreciate civil rights and everything, but shit's still real fucked up for black people. Right. It didn't make that big of a difference. And Molly... That's what it is, where it's like you don't want to like, okay, great, are, things are well, better, but, here's, but don't ignore that it's not fully better. Right. There's still some shit going right. wrong. But yeah. here's the part that killed me. What? Molly then argued... No, things are fine. Anton. <laughs> and like almost took this stance of like, I understand where black people are coming from. And that's when I start to be like, Fuck you. It's an all or nothing You're mentality. You're a liberal hobbyist. Like either you fixed it or you haven't. Where you're like, no, no, these things are good. These things are bad. You can. I saw this thing on a video game once where some girl started her video by going, like I like to say, you can be against one part of a thing and not be against all of it. You can also I like totally agree with that. And not be against all of it. I totally agree you with that. You can like a shirt that some asshole's wearing. I totally agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I totally agree with so that. So it's like it has gotten better for black people, but... Not, There's still a lot of shitty things to black exactly, people. Exactly, exactly. But it ain't slavery. No, exactly, exactly. And I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. It's, it's, I think there's always a good and a bad to something. Hmm. I think there's always a pro and a con. And there's a gray area that I try to find. People that occupy Wall Street who are in it, they're demeaning people. They talk down to others. They do. And that does a disservice to what they're actually trying to say. Yes. Yeah. How did it's, we it's somehow problem. find common ground right now? It's a major problem. How did we do this? Because I, I realized the whole, probably the whole, that you're not against what they're saying. You're against who they are. You have a reaction to them, this visceral thing. That's which all I, I did saying. too. Yeah. It's like, you guys, quit being D bags. That's all Just I was be saying. Cool. Because the people. Don't yell, you're all sheeple. That doesn't help. It doesn't help. Get doesn't to one help. person and say, Just so you know, the president actually does have the right to arrest people and never try them now. It doesn't help. You know what? A march down the street, I, go for it. Yeah. I got no problem with that. But you know what? When it gets annoying, when it's 1130 at night and you're charging down the streets, banging drums and purposely, purposefully being disruptive. And it's like, guys, you want me on your side right now? Yeah. You're fucking annoying yeah. me. I got protests once when I was in a hotel somewhere in Boston, let's say, and we're in the same hotel, some big business, they were protesting. They're banging on the shit. And I'm like, I'm a comic trying to sleep till noon. Right. I'm not the issue. <laughs> Go on the other side. But I get it now. How great is this? We were yelling at each other. Yeah. And now we're sitting here going, oh, I totally see where the other guy's coming from. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's what I mean. Maybe change them is the wrong word, but that's what I mean by I'd rather invest my time doing this 100% of the time. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I'm about, better for this. I'm upset this. about the direction the government's headed, and I really do think we're in for a revolution. But um, I do have to stop sometimes and say, hey, it's sunny out. Enjoy your day. This is what you're fighting for. Right. To enjoy your day, to be able to talk to a friend, right, and have a fat guy sitting nearby us looking at us weird, right. Like this is what we live for, right. Like that's what we're trying. So don't lose sight of that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, well, this has been great, and I yeah, don't lose sight. I think that's a great note to end on. I leave with a joke, my favorite joke from a comic who's no longer around. Yes, political. And he goes, "What yes. do you think?" This is from the George Bush days. What do you think George Bush thinks about the protests outside the White House? What? I think. He views them the same way I view the WNBA. <laughs> sure, it's annoying. But let them feel like they're making a difference. <laughs> Who's coming? Who P. Carboni. And you say he's not around here? Did he die? No, he just got, you know, people get, don't get good spots. Eventually, they That's a bummer. That's so off. funny. 
Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to actually close with, uh, and it's it's so appropriate. It's my favorite favorite comedy bit of all time. For my favorite comedian, I quote Carlin a lot on here. Yeah. But his bit about not voting. I don't vote. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This was supposed oh, to be yeah, about voting. So it kind of was though. It kind of. This was awesome. I'm not uh, upset at all. We. This was great. Yeah. Um. But to quote Carlin, uh, you know, if you want. If you want upstanding, uh, strong and upstanding leaders, then where are the strong and upstanding citizens? Where are all the bright people yeah. of conscience? We don't have people like this in this country. Where do you think the politicians come from? They don't pass through a membrane, through, through another dimension. Just dudes they don't grow fall up through the sky. Say, I want some of that power. They're American citizens, come yeah. from American families and American houses, American towns. Yeah, and they grow us. up to be American leaders. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. So I don't vote. I'm still quoting him. Members of the military, we need you to turn your guns on the people who command you to take them. I don't, when the time comes, we're going to ask you to turn and join us. I don't support anything you just said. Uh, <laughs> join the uh, people. You fight for the Constitution, not the government that controls you. I don't. Uh, are you going to? I'm going to be in charge of dispersing information. You're yelling like comes. you should have like beaded hair right now. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm still quoting him. And uh, 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 I don't vote. Uh, doesn't make a difference. That shit they shuffle around every four years doesn't mean anything. Yeah. This country was bought and sold a long time ago. So when election day comes, go out and vote. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. And I'm sure everything's going to get better. Uh, and on election day, uh, I'm going to stay home. And the only difference is when I get finished masturbating, I will have something to show for That's it. That's what Carlin says? Yeah. And then does this as if to roll the jizz around in his finger. <laughs> Get it into a ball. Um, this was great. Ari Shafir, thanks for being here. Plug whatever you want to plug, and then we're out. I have a podcast called Skeptic Tank, but uh, more importantly, August 9th through 11th, 2014, is Shroom Fest. Everyone around the world is doing mushrooms. So wherever <laughs> you are, it's like a new Christmas. Take Shit. mushrooms. I might do that with you. Yeah. I just got nervous thinking about it. All right, Shroom Fest. <laughs> yeah, that's Check out of heart. Skeptic Tank, and uh, thanks a lot, guys. Don't vote. Don't vote.